Hello and welcome to the podcast on jfn.co. Remember, the About You podcast is proudly sponsored by Diani Beach Resort and Spa, located in Diani. It's not a hotel, it's a way of life. This week on the podcast, we're shedding light on a simple question. Is feminism evolving into extremism? Hmm. Please remember to share remarks and comments on our social media platforms. Enjoy. Feminism is the worthy ideal of equality between men and women. However, it seems that some people from our society don't understand this simple definition. Attaining equality means fairness for all. But those extreme modern feminists have seemingly redefined feminism into a belief that women must have more rights than men. Some self-declared feminists go too far, at least the ones that live in the Western world. Feminists have turned nasty and now include a heightened sense of self. It's turned into an all-out gender war. The modern woman is constantly trying to undermine men. At least that's what it seems. Feminism has quickly transitioned from, Hey, Bob, I think you're a really good writer and I can acknowledge that too. To, Hey, Bob, I think all women are better writers than men and that's a fact. Feminists have even gone so far to create their own category of rights. For instance, women rights. What exactly is that? So today we're going to dive into understanding what feminism is all about. If women have unique rights, then men should suddenly have the same. Feminism is trying to push men out of the picture. At least that's what it seems. It's exactly why people like Jordan Peterson have such massive and devoted following. Most people are saying, let's completely do away with the notion of having gender-biased rights. Let's build human rights up. Not everything is a gender-based affront. It's quite a huge statement. Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. Interesting. That's cool. That's a good intro. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, to put this into perspective, as I usually say, um, we have Jess Noble. Tell us your story. Okay. Um, so I grew up in England, moved to New Zealand, um, and um, I've been a teacher for four years. So, like, I think feminism is... I didn't always know what it meant. Um, like, I've been brought up kind of, not accidentally a feminist, but, like, with that belief in equality between genders. Um, and it was only when I only discovered like the term feminism when I was like 16 or 17. Um, and after having conversations with different people sort of eventually kind of go, yeah, okay, I identify that way. But I do know that, um, I think one of the biggest problems with it is like you were saying in your introduction about people trying to redefine feminism. It means that if you walk around saying I'm a feminist, you get a lot of people um, wanting to argue with you or thinking negatively about you. Um, and I, I teach about like what is feminism to my students. And I always find it really interesting at the beginning. I always say like everyone just talk, like write down what you think feminism is. And the response is no one gets it right ever. Um, 
and none of them will identify as a feminist first, like, to start with. Um, Rofus is a feminist. Fellow feminist. Look at a, him. a proud one. <laughs> Look, wear, wearing all pink. Oh, no. You, you've gone with gender stereotypes straight far, away. Yeah. <laughs> he actually says tough men wear pink. That's him saying. I say anyone can wear pink. Yeah, thank you. Anyone can wear pink. Yeah, anyway. So, Jay, uh, how do you identify with feminism? Um, first, uh, first things first. Uh, yeah, you know we we are experiencing. I think it's the third wave and the fourth wave uh, feminism. Yeah. Um, and I think feminism actually it lost its cause during the second wave feminism. That's what I think. The first uh, for the first time when they were, they were fighting for women rights to vote and everything to own property as well to own property yeah. and all that. I think that was legit. But at some point, I think it's been compromised so much by People do not understand gender, um, how gender, I mean, how, how the different sexes that we have, that is the male and the female sex. I, I think lack of an understanding, an in-depth understanding of uh, women as women and men as men has contributed b- bigly, as Trump says, towards uh, what we are exp- the current wave of feminism that we are experiencing. Okay, by going by the definition of feminism, let's, say, let's, let's go with the Google definition. Yeah, the advocacy, uh, it's a noun, the advocacy of women's rights on the ground of the equality of the sexes. Well, the problem we have currently with feminism is uh, it has always been there. It has never been defined. However, when you look at the Western uh, countries, uh, for example, Jess um, was aware of feminism as early as 16, yeah, as early as 16. Uh, a modern African woman would probably be aware of feminism probably at uh, probably early, late 20s, mid 20s or late 20s. And at the same time, he or she will, okay, she will not be, uh, she will not get the actual, like the good definition of what feminism is. Probably, um, her understanding of feminism will be a fight against uh, the men, mm. you know. It's always about the men. Yeah, the, or probably a fight, definitely a fight against the men and nowadays in the society. It's also That's her definition of uh, feminism. Or probably uh, it's only, it's defined as feminism the, uh, that um, whenever you attack a man or actually it's more of misandry and not feminism. Mm. Yeah, it's also nowadays also both ways. They fem, some feminists attack women as well. Uh, for instance, if you choose to be with a man and he's cheating on you, they'll be like, "No, you have to leave him," or you decide to do something quite different with your life. Some feminists will will deem that to be you know unbecoming, and they will bash you out for decisions that you've made as a woman. For instance, if you wear, most women nowadays wear scarves in their head, you know, because maybe their religion allows them to. But um, some feminists will see that as oppression altogether. And you'll be surprised, actually, if you look back in history, across different cultures and uh, civilizations, women have been wearing these uh, scarves for for the longest time ever. It's not actually an Islamic thing. The only difference is... uh, it's only in Islam where you, we, we, women will not wear it today and take it off tomorrow. Yeah, they've maintained the culture all along. But you see, as, as you mentioned, 
uh, these new wave feminazis. <laughs> oh no, <laughs> what a term. <laughs> like, you can't bring Nazis into it. Like. <laughs> I believe, as a matter of fact, I was actually surprised that uh, we view fem- feminism from the same perspective. I didn't expect that from both of you. Because he's a feminist. And Even I am though not. He, he chose to deny that three times today. I haven't denied it. Judas. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but um, it is so because we are all experiencing that uh, wave of attention from feminists. And at times it's very radical in so many ways because they attack the culture, they attack being a woman it's in, in, in itself. And I was just sharing with, with, with J- Jess and Rofus about a number of laws that are being put out there, for instance, the so-called women rights, um, whereby, and that in itself is just um, against the rights also of the man. So infringement of both ways, I think we're not looking at it in that kind of perspective, but it affects everyone in the entire community. I mean, I get I get what you're saying about like how... Uh certain laws changing how you've got to look at how it impacts both parties but i mean at the end of the day if a woman doesn't want i mean regardless of whether it's your husband or not if she doesn't want to have sex with you she doesn't have to have sex with yeah you. she doesn't have to have like sex with so and like but also what you're saying about this whole um like the more radical side of feminism and how you're saying there's um become like a gender war like the simplest way that i usually answer this like when I've been asked about it before, um, is that if, if someone says they're a feminist and that they hate men, they're not a feminist. Sure. Yeah. What okay? are they? They're a sexist. Oh, yeah. sexist. Like, but, 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 they're, but, um, they're different. Okay. Yeah, because yeah. of feminism, um, like we heard at the beginning, feminism is on its like most basic level, it's the belief Equality. that you should be treated equally and given the same opportunities as anyone else, regardless of your gender. So it's kind of like um, if someone says to me, you can't do that because you're a woman, they're being sexist. If they say you can't do that because you're Jess and you're really bad at maths and let's be honest, you're not going to manage it, fine. That's me as an individual. But I don't want to have less opportunities or be treated differently purely based on my gender. I mean, it's, it's exactly the same as if you look at like the whole concept of racism, like you don't want to be treated a particular way because of your race, basically anything uh, that you can't control about yourself and being treated a certain way or oppressed in some way or um, certain expectations of you, even um, if all of that is coming just from the fact that I am a female or just because you are a male, then that's not okay. And feminism, literally at its base level, just says treat people as individuals, not as either a man or a woman. Yeah, I, I actually like how you put it, like the radical feminism. Because <coughs> the radical feminism actually vilifies both uh, agendas. Yeah. Unfortunately, it attacks only one, uh, the male gender. And this has made it very hard for people who would have supported... Uh, the genuine or rather the legit causes of feminism uh, back back out of it. And I'll give you an example. When we talk of equality, I like how you put it. You know, you need to be able to access the same opportunities as people that you went to school with, people that you took the same courses with. But on the other hand, as men, we look at it this way. Gender equality is a myth, and I'll tell you why. 
um, as women, you admire or rather you look up to, to men who are superior to you. When you're equal to a man or they are, they've achieved lesser than you have, you actually, you didn't, you sort of, they repulse you for lack of a better term. Is that science? Uh, it's the natural way of doing things. Women date going upwards. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. They can't they, go. Uh, yeah, they do, they don't date anyone who is below their status naturally. Mm-hmm. Okay, there are uh, some exceptions. Status and belief. Yeah, right? but but uh, in a natural order, that is what happens. So basically, you can say that the female gender looks up to a superior male. Uh, it it will admire superiority in men. She seems as if she's really not buying <laughs> that. Okay, so I, I understand where you're coming from. When you say it's like the natural order of things or whatever, um, like if you go all the way back to sort of like humans, way, way back, yeah. let's mm. think cave people sort yeah, of thing. All right, age. there I can sort of see like, all right, maybe just because of biological differences, mm. maybe the man gets to go hunt the whatever he's hunting um, and the woman's like, great, you managed to kill the dinner. That sounds good. I'll go with you. It's the same with all animals, that whole like uh, courtship and birds, lions, whatever. It's kind of a display of dominance. I get that. However, humans being a more advanced species, right? Um is there still a need for to have like a superior man? Because I, I don't really think that there is. Like for me, I would be like, you know, if I can earn my own money, yeah. I don't need to, oh, that man's got a lot of money. I'll definitely go there. I'm like, oh, I've got my own it, money. It, I'm not and, and looking for that. It doesn't have to be money uh, only. Uh, when I talk of superiority, it's, it's, it's a wide spectrum. You know, they might not have a lot of money, but in the social hierarchy, they might be sitting in a position that is higher than where you sit in the social hierarchy. I'll give you another example. Um, women, and uh, you'll excuse me, I'm being the devil's advocate here. <laughs> it's okay. Uh, naturally, you will find that they... They will, their needs will come secondary to their wants. In most cases, and they will always deny it. They will never accept it. Okay, so how do you know that's true then? <laughs> uh, look at history. There are so many examples that you could put out there. And another way to look at it is you what can look examples? at you can you can look at the contributions uh, that have been made to civilization. Okay. Mm, like what? Okay. Uh, he's, he's just. <laughs> you don't I think you're there. getting nervous for him. Yeah. <laughs> well, I hope you didn't say that because uh, you really took me off uh, the track. But basically, what I'm trying to say is, what I'm trying to say is, in, more often than not, women will put uh, their needs secondary to their wants. And I'll give you an example. If you look at, I, I give an example that you can actually relate to. Look at the current phrase on social media right now. Uh, in, in the African culture, uh, and I'm talking purely about us as Africans, when, you're, when a lady gets at the age of 20, 22, 23, you know, she's ready for marriage as it is. And this community and the society expects her to be headed that way. Herself, she may not admit it, that she wants to get married. But deep down, that is what she craves. 
she will end up engaging in things that sabotage her chances of getting married. And I'll give you a very good example. She'll go out there. She'll become life of the party. She'll want to show people that I'm the, I'm the dopest and everything without realizing that that does not add any value towards what she craves deep down, which is to settle down. By the time she gets at 29, 30, 32, she starts to realize all that was vanity. Okay. Um, I, guess I, I, I know how, how that sounds. No, I, I hear you. I just, I find it difficult that like, because <laughs> you're saying this is every woman and they're feeling it, you know, on the, the deep level, but they'll never admit it. If they're not admitting it, how do mm. we know this is true? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's what I'm saying. That, that, that's basically the essence. Of <laughs> yeah. Let him speak. <laughs> that, that's actually the reason I'm saying they will put their wants, they'll put their needs secondary to their wants. <laughs> Okay. You see, the thing is, the thing is, uh, you can't. Um... It's an interesting theory. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's an interesting theory. <laughs> and you realize that uh, you can put. Um... I like it. <laughs> I, I, uh, Damn. Okay. <laughs> I like wow. it. <laughs> what? I'll give you another example. Sure. Is it the current case that is happening in the middle uh, income earners across? L- let me talk to the uh, the dynamics that I'm more familiar with, which is the Kenyan setup. Mm-hmm. If you read at uh, magazines, if you read magazines like the Drum and these magazines that are family oriented, you will see that there has been an increase. The rate of uh, women who are going up the economic uh, ladder has gone up. And so is the rate of women in their 30s in, who are at the peak of their careers. They are more independent. Has gone, yeah. uh, the number of unmarried women at that stage has gone up. They never admit it in, uh, in, op, uh, in, in media, or, or rather it's never admitted openly. Open but deep down, it has, it, it, you know, you guys know what has been happening. What they are craving for. I mean, I don't know because they haven't admitted it. That's my problem. I just, because, again, I feel like if they're not saying it, how do you know that's what, they might genuinely not want to get married. They might genuinely be like, yes, here's my career. This is going well. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. And I mean, there's obviously, it doesn't mean that you can't be a successful woman and also be married. Like, it's not. Definitely. you know, I, it's I feel to... like I'm drunk today. <laughs> <laughs> but here's an interesting um, uh, discovery that happened, and actually, is one of the reasons why we have a number of feminists in the world currently. And there's this thing called they call the feminine mystique. Now, this is what sparked the great feminist revolution in the 1960s, and this was by Betty Friedan who saw men not as villains, but as fellow victims burdened by societal pressures and by the expectations of their wives who depended on them for both livelihood and identity. Well, this actually began to change in the 1970s with the the rise of radical feminism. And by this is where this movement, uh, feminist rather, 
we had a slogan that they called personal is political, something like that. They brought a wave of female anger at men's collective and individual transgressions. Um, authors like Andrea Dorkin and Marlene French depicted ordinary men as brutal foot soldiers. Oh. <laughs> this tendency also reached a troubling new peak as radical feminist theories that viewed modern Western civilization as, um, as to have migrated from academic and activist um, kind of way that fringes into mainstream conversations. Um, one of the reasons for this trend is social media, like what Jay was trying to actually pin out. Um, with his in instance amplification of personal narratives and its addiction to outrage. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I've forgotten her name already. Oh, um, um, Betty. Yeah. Um, Betty Frendon. Yeah, when you were saying what she... The way that she viewed men not as villains, villains but, as but as fellow, fellow victims. victims. Yeah, that's exactly it. Like, it's... Feminism is not just for women. Like, it's the whole concept of feminism, like I was saying before, is you, you want to be making the playing field even for you know for everyone men, like yeah. i even when you're like laughing at rufus's you know pink shirt or whatever you know that's you know he should be allowed to wear pink yeah. doesn't matter yeah. like if it's a color is, is it just, just a color, just another color. yeah and yeah. the only reason there's any gender association with the colors is because uh, i don't know who came up with the idea of baby boys in blue and baby girls in pink oh but yeah, yeah it's it's yeah. it doesn't make any sense and someone picked those I don't know who. Um, baby boys do not come out blue and baby girls do not come out like a particularly weird shade of pink. Like, it's, they could have picked green and yellow and True. we'd have the same problem. Yeah, yeah. But, like, it's a colour. It's got nothing to do with gender. Because, like, right now what we're experiencing is that we have this entire conversation in Kenya where we're talking about the boy child being, you know, lagging behind in so many ways because in the early 80s in Kenya, 90s rather, we, we had this revolution where the government actually was more interested in empowering the women and the girl child, um, equal rights, girl child to have more, to, to be educated as well as the boy child, you know, in the same account. But that went on to a point whereby now the boy child seems to have been forgotten and he is more interested in behaving in a manner that suggests that he's more feminine than masculine. You know? Who decided what is feminine and what, and what is, masculine? is masculine? Someone yeah. decided at some point, probably to sell a product. Yeah. Um, and it's just sort of spread. And now there's these two categories mm. of what it is. You know, if, if a female is too many of these things, they're too masculine. If a male is too many of these things, they're too feminine. But who came up Actually, with the list? You are right. Let's look at it at the working space. I mean, uh, the product productivity at, at the productivity stage. You'll realize that... Uh, they will always pull the feminist, feminist card on activities that men can do better than women. Mm. Like what? Like, for example, politics. That is always they will always try to bring in, let's create some special slots for women. Oh, those kind of things. That is just yeah. one. It's, he's talking about the women's rights kind right. of excuse of drawing agendas and cutting the line between men and women. So what was it you saying about politics? I feel like I didn't... Sorry? I, I'm just saying, like, uh, nowadays in the economic sphere, you'll find that um, for activities that men can do better than women, due maybe to 
biological advantages and physical masculinity and everything. Uh, in most cases, we'll find feminists will try to pull their card on such elements, things that men can do better than women. But for activities that uh, women can do better than men, they never talk of equality there. So, wait, hold on. So the, the things that men can do better than women... Um, like, for example, science has proven that, and I was talking about contribution to civilization. If, if you look back at history and science, it has proven that uh, men have more testosterone hormones on their bodies compared to women. Okay. And that, for some reason, gives them more masculine power. Mm-hmm. Oh, and, yes, you are right. And... Yeah. Uh, however unpopular it may be, intellectual capacity generally compared to women. That, so, that's scientifically proven that men have let, more intellectual capacity? I'm going capacity. to give you evidence right now. Okay. That is why I'm you'll find sure in, in, mathematic, <laughs> in, in mathematics courses, engineering courses, medicine courses, which are more scientific, which require more intellectual capacity, they are dominated by men. It's not by design. It is by nature. Mm. Let me let me try uh, let, me try drive this point. let me try to drive his <laughs> okay. point. Uh, let me try to drive his point. Let me try to drive his point. Some I'm I'm actually getting him. Um, well, he's in a nutshell. I'll pick it up from um, one of the writer, and she wrote a book called The Manipulated Man. Oh yeah. If you've come across that book, yeah, by Esther Villa. So a short synopsis of the book is that the book argues that contrary to common feminist and women's rights rhetoric, women in the in industrialized cultures are not oppressed, but rather exploit a well-established system of manipulating men. Hold it there. Let me just uh, add on something that I was talking about. Now, I was talking about civilization and contributions that have been made to civilization up to the point where we are right now. Mm-hmm. Go do your research you will find out that men have contributed more to civilization than women have. I have a point why on is that, that Angela. Last yeah. Okay, why okay. Is that <laughs> the case? I can I can tell you why that's the case. Okay, um, sure. <laughs> so first of all, if we go back for a minute to the what you were saying about how uh, engineering and medicine and everything is all dominated by men. Okay, if we come back to those two lists I was talking about with like this belief that's come from somewhere, someone came up with this. I don't know where it started. With these are things that girls are like, and these are things that boys are like. Okay, that list has existed for a long time with jobs as well. These are the things women do. And these are the things men do. Now, until recently, women couldn't even go into those jobs. You've got to remember, even just grandparents, great-grandparents, they would genuinely believe doctors are men because women actually could not because they were not permitted the by law. The question laws. is, why did they believe so? Again, uh, I... Is their belief anchored on anything that is tangible or not? That is the question well, we should answer. If you think about it, okay, so if you look back through society and everything, we've got somewhere in there maybe we'll go back to cave people or whatever where perhaps you know they were like okay i'm a bit stronger than you physically so i'll go catch dinner don't worry about it you wait here all right somewhere that's kind of even when society has progressed and got more technology and actually that's not necessary the roles have stayed the same now think about it if you are the person in power all right you're not going to suddenly be like, oh, it's okay, you know, I've got control over you, but don't worry, come up to my level, I'll relinquish the power. No one's going to do that, especially if you're not the oppressed person. You can't understand it or maybe even notice it. Like, you're you're here, so let's say back in the day, men are here, women are here. Okay, so men above, women below. 
why on earth would the man give up that position for the woman to come here they're not going to think about it they're not they're not experiencing that they're not going to necessarily consciously keep them down there but it is going to happen so if you've got these jobs all right women not being allowed okay why were women not doing things like doctors and stuff? Oh, because a woman's job is to be a mother and stay home and have dinner on the table for when dad gets back. Which is, okay. the, gre- which, which is the greatest job, apparently, according to women. Uh, <laughs> uh, um, but hold on. So now you've got modern day where that idea is supposed to be changing and you can do what you want and everything. But there is still on some level a bias against women going into those professions. Women are intimidated by them because it's only very, very recently they were even allowed in. There's still that idea. My sister, um, she's two years younger than me, and she is a research scientist for breast cancer. She works at two different institutes. She, at my school, which um, we both went to, it used to be an all-boys school. They only started, like, letting girls into the school um, maybe a few years before I started there. And by the time she finished in year 13, she was the first girl in the history of the school to win the prize for being the best at physics. Physics, which is on that list of these are things boys can do. Boys can do. Right? A lot of girls would not even go into physics because they think it's, it's, you don't want to think like that but it has been put in there by media by society by history and you think oh is that really something I can do um, and again like there's nothing wrong with if you want to be a mum and stay at home and cook if that's what you want to do do that but if you want to be a scientist go do that but there's not enough encouragement um, and it hasn't changed enough there's not been enough of a gap in the time that women have been like okay yeah, you can be a scientist. We don't think you can do it, but sure, yeah, if you want to apply. Try. Yeah, but I mean, going into university, paying your fees, like that's a terrifying decision to make if you are actually not sure if that's where you're going to be. So that's the reason those areas are dominated. Yeah, I actually, uh, I get your point. But what I'm trying to put forth is uh, <coughs> there are some some exceptions, like your sister has done pretty well. <laughs> I, I, pretty I, well. <laughs> congr- congr- congratulations <laughs> to her. She's done pretty well. I'm not saying that women cannot do these things. What I'm saying is the way we are wired biologically, mm-hmm. there are advantages that men will enjoy on some fields that women will not have the same advantages. Well, there are exceptions, yes, but you cannot argue with biology. That's how it is. I can understand I give the biological you example. side, but it's not the same a, a, a as bit funny, but uh, just to deviate slightly from what you're talking about. Uh, I watch Bill Barr a lot. He is a comedian. And he was talking about how he enjoys watching the girlfriend when she's watching shows like Oprah and those uh, uh, those kind of shows. And he, he, yes, and Bill was talking about this one time uh, he was he actually says I enjoy watching my girlfriend watch such shows for some reason. And he was talking about this one time the girlfriend was watching uh, Oprah and Oprah had a guest and they were like. She has, she has the greatest job on earth, being a mother, it's the hardest job, all that kind of vibe and everything. Then Bilba was just there wondering, why did they say that that is the hardest job? You know, like how many people have died from being a mother? He could mention hundreds of people, men who have died working in the mines. <laughs> how, how many people have lost their arms from being a mother? You know, and the point I'm trying to make here is, there is a conditioning that is being put forth in the media to women to, it's sort of when you, when, when you, you have a kid and they do something which is very basic, then you start congratulating them. What you are actually doing to that kid is, uh, is unjust because you're telling them, 
or rather you're conditioning them to believe mediocrity should be appreciated, you know? So he was trying to move from that sort of condition that is being, uh, that is currently everywhere in the media, whereby we are creating a society whereby, or rather a narrative whereby, none of these genders is benefiting from it. In the long run, a woman who will be uh, indoctrinated by toxic feminism will end up not understanding her value as a woman, not actualizing her femininity to the core. She will want to compete with the masculine energy, which is, should not be the case. And that is where they are losing the point. Well, because when we look at, f- uh, at feminism, we have the, the African female and her take on feminism and the Western female with introduction to feminism. We look at women uh, wanting to, to vote in the America. Women are claiming their space to also to vote. That one is not looked at as feminism during back days. It was probably uh, looked at uh, a right to vote. They are claiming their, uh, their right to vote. But actually, that was feminism. Now, when you look at uh, the African setup of feminism, uh, first, there is uh, poverty. The, uh, there is um, illiteracy, you know, and as much as there is illness, what I'm saying is uh, uh, the female, uh, what I noted, let me go with what I noted, I noted. The African female is vastly different from the Western female, uh, given this, just the different socioeconomic, political, and cultural structures. So further, the African female is viewed to have somewhat different preconditions from the Western female. That's true. Because how you are, you are, yeah, your introduction to feminism was as early as 16. At 16, um, at 16, I don't remember coming across a fellow 16-year-old female, probably who was aware of feminism and all. You're getting me? So this is what I'm saying is... Uh, because uh, uh, the, Afri- the African, the further the African female is viewed to have somewhat different preconditions from the Western female, such as war, poverty, illness, illiteracy, and so on. Therefore, it has emerged that in the plight of in the plight for female empowerment, the African female fights for a different type of feminism, and not what the Western female is fighting for. And that is why we have our so-called feminists uh, who don't really go with what uh, feminism actually defines. Um, as much as they, uh, they claim to fight for feminism, they forget, okay, what about uh, an illiterate lady, a young woman in the village? Yeah, what does she understand about her equal rights that she deserves in the society? What I'm saying is... Uh, is the African female, uh, I mean, is the African uh, feminist uh, fighting for an African, uh, any African woman to get equal education? Yes. Uh, yes, that's right. It, those are rights. Now, exactly. And, well, those are yes. rights. You're getting me. Yeah. However, what I'm saying is, uh, as much as uh, from the earlier definition, uh, it's not about uh, what... Uh, what is better than the other is about what gender is better what than actually the equal is equal yeah, yeah. that's what i mean because uh, the, the current of uh, crop of feminists we have uh, yes they have all this opportunity uh, and they're not looking at 
the fellow women who deserve the same opportunity that they yeah therefore we should go ahead and help them and be aware of this can i ask you a question yeah. of us mm. did we have an issue with women right women being equal to men in africa did we have that problem before because if i look at it if you look down in the history land we have great powerful women in africa like the queens in egypt we have mekatilili wamenza who stood up who actually men feared there's so many powerful women in africa and you know how how they helped the warriors the mau mau the fighters they depended heavily on on the women back at home um south africa I totally Mandela, get you. I you know, totally what Mandela. I'm saying is the current crop of uh, yes. fe- feminists don't get that point that this thing actually started way back. Yeah. Rosa Parks, yeah. uh, Winnie Mandela, yeah, yeah uh, the wife to um, to this Nigerian uh, was singer. Who? What's her name? Uh, Funmilayo Anikulapo Kuti, oh, yeah, the wife. Yeah. 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 As much as they were not, they were, they, probably the, term, the terminology feminist wasn't there to brand them as feminist, but it existed yeah. since back then. As much as this was African women. I, I'll give you a very good example. And actually, I'm extrapolating from what you're talking about, the Makatilili issue. What do you think Makatilili would have advised Mijikenda women back in the day? Uh, well, wait, Jess, uh, Makatilili Wamenza is one of historic figures in Kenya comes from the coastal region she fought for the, for the liberation and independence of this country she led she led yes. an army yes she did now which aided yeah. actually yeah. men and boys and yeah. i mean it was it aided both genders basically and they they achieved quite a lot now back to what i was saying is eh? what do you think if mekatilili wamenza was to be alive today oh goodness do you think she would be aligned to the wave of feminism that we are experiencing no, today. No. She actually won't why? believe on the question is why. As as you ponder on that, I want to talk uh, about uh, an issue that I think you raised earlier about gender equality. You see this thing of gender equality. People, <laughs> well, well, most of the time, like when we're in a meeting in Africa or in the Kenyan setup, we're like, right here now we are having a meeting and we're like, no, 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 guys, gender, gender, gender equality, gender equality, and it always stands for we need to bring a woman on the table, and usually it's just two women or one. Which is not fair at all. In most of the meetings that I have attended, it's more like actually, protocol. Oh, so you bring a woman in just yeah. so there's a woman there. Yes. yes. And in most of the meetings that I have actually attended, where there was that kind of vibe, most, of the, most of the time the women end up not contributing. Allow me, allow me to well, make my point. They know they've been brought in just to, to make my point. balance the table. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, so I wouldn't thing, say anything if I thought that was me. I'd be like, all right. So we, we, we were talking about this gender equality thing. And I want to give you an example that uh, especially our young listeners out there can relate to. Uh, when you're, you, you are young, you will have a girlfriend here, a boyfriend there. You're definitely going to get one or two. When you break up with them as a boy, more often than not no one cares about you no one will even talk to you about it uh, but, but yeah, yeah but, but you find the girl will be there with her friends her friends telling her how much of a shithead that nigga was your boy now the man and she might have like 20 friends telling her that she will meet have 50 other niggas waiting to yeah, exactly. you know hit on her and probably fuck her no one will be talking about the guy How, how about that for gender equality? 
Well, or is it that we never address it from that, that angle? No, but that's an important angle because you're right. That is inequality. That is. Yeah. 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 No, yeah. I completely agree with that. But, but like, no one, it's not. No one, you know, is focal about such issues. But oh. here's, here's the point I'm trying to make. Us as men, we should not actually argue on such bases yeah. for obvious reasons. Yeah. Men, and I believe strongly in traditional gender roles. <laughs> yeah. Here we go. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I'll be the African that I am today. <laughs> so, so basically, as men, we... I'm not saying that we should not be weak, but what I'm trying to put forth is what makes you weak, what weakens you, should not be what would weaken people that you're supposed to lead. The threshold for weakness in a man should be higher. Mm. Because you have a greater Even responsibility. Even women expect the threshold for weakness in a man to be higher. Because that is what, how we are naturally. Interesting. Um, that is why, and as I conclude just before you speak, mm-hmm. you, and you'll find this in most cases, women will never have issues with equality in the military. They will never have issues. There will be mm. never be feminism in sports, there as is. I have said before, because you cannot bullshit your way to the top. Okay. Now, on All to right. you, Jesse. I feel like there's so much stuff there. That I, <laughs> um, just go ahead. So... With this whole idea of like weakness in men, like I still like want to go back to that whole thing. It's just instead of looking at like men and women, like what's wrong with looking at individuals? You might have an individual who they happen to be a man, but they are emotional. Oh, yeah. Is that terrible? Yeah. No, it's not. Is it like, no, get those emotions out of you. You're a man. You've yeah. got to be like The thing like is, this. in the long run, it's not good for, for a man to be highly emotional. Why? It's not good for him. It, but The world will expose you to so many shocks. The more emotional you are, the weaker you are. Couldn't you say the same thing for women then? And be like, okay, no one should be too emotional. All I'm it's too dangerous. Is, all I'm saying is the threshold for weakness in men shouldn't be equal to the threshold for weakness in women. It but, is expected of us men that the threshold should be higher. But that's, again... And if if a man feels that the threshold should be equal, that's up to them. You're not answering your point. Yeah. Shouldn't that be the same case for women who should be told, you know what, baby girl... You need to be stronger emotionally. It should not be the case. That's what I'm not saying. Uh, if you look at the gender, back again to what we were talking about, testosterone. Oh, yeah. This, this, this is a hormone that is responsible for yeah. Male, strength. Yeah. Women have but less But not of emotional this. strength. That's, no. it's, it's, not, it's not connected to that. Uh, now, when we talk of emotional strength, what are we actually talking about? Emotional strength is subject to how you train your brain. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah? Okay. To, to a long extent. Now, as a man, <laughs> God, Jay. as a man, what reason do you have not to ensure that uh, you're mentally strong, you're physically strong, you're capable of leading? Because when we talk of manhood, we are talking about, it should be about capabilities. The more capable you are as a man, the higher the chances of you achieving success. The more successful you are, the, the more the society will look up to you, the more women will want to be led by a man like you. This is from an African man yeah, perspective. Yeah, I'm getting that. Because, yeah, yeah. I mean, all of what you just said, though, about like... Um, it's actually not... That's not actually African. It's across the entire world. It's different. Different cultures. This different. is why feminism no. exists. Yeah. 
if yeah. you go to the Western yeah. world, trust you me. That's what I was if you go to the Western world and you run the numbers, and I'll, ah, let me give you a very good example. In 2008, when there was a financial meltdown, a global financial meltdown, what happened in America? If you know about the statistics, <laughs> more specifically in uh, in New York, what happened? Most of the men, yeah. most of the men ended up who lost their jobs. Committed ended up suicide. getting divorces from their wives. Why? Yeah, it happens. You're broke. The you same thing I was talking about. Exactly. That's what I'm talking about. A woman has no... Uh, there is no reason for, for her to be with you if you cannot provide is value to case? her. Is that the case? You cannot provide value to her. I mean, I don't... She's know. itching to say something. <laughs> I've got like a list in my head. Yeah, yeah, please. Go on, go ahead. <laughs> hold, hold on. I, I, I'm going to forget something. But um, all right, so you're saying that like a woman's got no reason to be with a man if they're not getting value from them um, and about the economic depression in America and then an increase in divorces, right? Okay. Um, with that whole idea, um, I mean... I don't. I don't agree that you need to be getting something like. Well, because again, you're talking about money, but you said last time it was not all about money. Yes. But like in in this case, that's what you're referring to. But if you look at history, all right. So okay, this guy couldn't earn money. Ended up not being with his wife, um, probably because his wife wasn't allowed to earn a living, and therefore we are didn't talking have about a 2008. job. Two thousand eight. Two thousand eight. The yes. economic depression. Yes. Oh, this the is a different thing. Oh, so, okay. Okay. All right. Yes. All right. So then maybe in that, but I don't think that you'd be able to say every woman divorced her husband because he was broke. Um, like maybe you'd have to actually go and ask them or why they got divorced. Perhaps it's because they had the damaging idea that a man should be the person earning money and maybe they were like, oh, you're not doing your job. But that's my point, is that feminism says, actually, that can be anyone's job. You you shouldn't be putting that pressure on a man to be earning all the money for the family. In fact, if the man wants to stay home and look after the kids and the woman goes out to work, fine. It's down to the individual. Like, it's not... It's not... Mm, it's not fair to say this is what you have to do, no matter what you think, no matter what you want. Like, you get one life. You shouldn't have to do a job you don't want to do in order to earn money because your wife says that's a man's job. That's not fair. Like, you should be able to do what you want. And obviously everyone's got responsibilities, but that should be down to the individual, not just because of your gender. Does that make sense? I I see what you're But you don't forward. agree. <laughs> That's okay. You don't need to. No, actually, it's not that I don't agree. I, As I mentioned earlier, there, there are um, exceptions to everything. Yeah. And staying at home does not make you less of a man. Yeah, not at all. Definitely. But what I'm trying to put forward is, as men, I believe strongly it is and don't upon us to lead yeah, that was. And as a leader, a lot <laughs> is expected of you. Oh, okay. Um, the leadership thing, because that's something you brought up a few times. Um, so, do you think only men can lead? Because you just told me this whole cool story about this woman and how she was leading an army, and then you're like, "All oh, men are the leaders. Um, we need to like not have emotion because we've got to lead." But it wasn't. I when I have my when I have a daughter, I will bring her up in, in, in a way that she can be president of this country. Okay, brilliant, fantastic. All right, yes, great. But having <laughs> said that, I believe uh, men, as I mentioned, it is very important for every man to be in a position to protect, to provide, and to show direction, to preside. 
You see, I just think that's a lot of pressure on every single man in the world to be like, not everybody is born to be a leader. Not everyone ha- na- like naturally has that. Like some men and women are like, that's not for me. I don't like staying at the front. I don't want to lead. Like I'm happy doing this other thing. And you, you can't you, say you are all right, of you actually. You, you are to. right. You are right. I'm not saying that it should be, it should be enforced to all men. Well, You're right. But... I'm talking about the standard. There has to be a standard unit of what a man. Why can't what there just is be expected a of you as a man? Human. What's expected of you as a human? Like, why does it have to be like as a man? Okay. Uh, mine is to ask you a question. Yeah. Yeah. And you've been to different places, uh, growing up in um, Britain yeah. and England and New Zealand. New Zealand. Yeah. And now you are here in Africa. Probably this is not the first country to be in Africa. No, I've been in South Africa. You've been in South Egypt. Africa too. And probably right now you have a different perspective on um, um, the African feminists and the Western feminists. Feminist. What you were talking about earlier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So are you at a position to probably uh, tell us your, your perspective on both? Um, I, I don't think I know enough about mm-hmm. African feminism mm-hmm. to be able to like make a statement yeah. about it mm-hmm. because... But from your observation, you probably interacted with your colleague at the Conservation Center. Uh, yeah, I mean, actually, I've had some really good conversations about feminism sure. with um, yeah, with one of the girls and some mm-hmm. of the guys yeah, um, sure. at um, the Conservation Center. Um, and I think... I can see where your point that you made earlier about how there is a difference, um, but you could say that about any country because a movement, whether it's feminism or whatever, like obviously culture and tradition is going to influence how people react to certain things. So you're going to obviously have different you know, types of feminists because we're different types of people and you have different backgrounds, different cultures, different histories, all the rest of it. But from my conversations um, with Irene, actually... Um, I think that we could easily agree on this is the base for feminism. Maybe you prioritize some things differently to me because of, you know, where you're from, what you do, what your personal experiences are. But I, we definitely can agree that in general, this is what feminism is. And I think I think that's the important thing for everyone to realize as well, though. Like you were saying about supporting other women and not just trying to, you know, go against... The man, the man. Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, most of the f- women who come out as feminists, the modern women who come out, come out as feminists, don't, can't, can't, can't really actually uh, tell the thin line between misandry and feminism, yeah, the toxic hard. feminism. It's really it's hard. hard. For, for, for that lady was like, you are a man, you have no right to talk about women and them being pregnant. That's her, that's her take. You know? What's interesting as well is if that had been a female doctor who'd said it, would this have had any reaction at all? Probably not. Because, so that's actually, again, that's like the reverse of feminism where you're saying that even though that's a professional, telling you a fact, don't drink alcohol when you're pregnant because that's not a good idea. Um, you're sort of going, oh, because you're a man, you're doing this. But actually, it's because you're a doctor. You're a doctor, yes. To it's him, not. Yeah. So you shouldn't. So the girl was like, I'm him, just speaking as a doctor. It even don't yeah. dare yeah, you I, tell I, me what I, I'm going I, to I do just with wanted my to help. Yeah, you know? yeah. No, I think that's now we have so now we have that class of women claiming to be feminist, and we have claiming. yeah claiming that yeah because I don't see any feminism in that. Can I say that uh, the, uh-huh. maybe it could be coming from a place of 
people or women who are bitter about decisions that have they have had made in their previous life or decision that made when they or were decision younger decision they did not make there are decisions that they did not make now they are bitter about that could be yeah. influencing i mean i mean you're going to have people who are angry about stuff in the world always um so you know and maybe just because of this sort of misunderstanding a bit with the the title feminism they're kind of going oh i'm angry at men because of this reason oh feminist that sounds like me but it's not um i mean they've got a right to be angry if they want to be angry but like you can't just lump everyone together that's that's the whole again this is like back to it you're not the uh, feminism is that idea that you should be looking at the individual not the gender so if i was to come here and say i hate all men you're like well, that's a huge huge statement to make it's like you know all men must, must be leaders yeah. it's a huge huge <laughs> yeah. statement to make um you know because, so uh, you you got to look at it as yeah, because yeah. what's currently what's being sold out as feminism is misandry and that's what is the, is the, is is is, a, is on the mainstream right now and uh, you you're getting me yeah, yeah, because yeah. As, uh, as he was uh, talking of the comedian talking of uh, opera talking about oh she's the mother is the most uh, well, what was the definition the of hard most yeah, job the hard most job, job well the i mean it is a hard yeah, job guys yeah, it is a hard job <laughs> i agree it is a hard job but, but everyone's fact, job is hard for different things yeah 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 because at the same time at the same time at the same time we have to be careful because i still go back to uh i still go back to esther esther villa with her book uh the manipulated man where she said men have been trained and conditioned by women not unlike the way pavlov conditioned his dog pavlov was a, a russian uh, psych- psychologist mm-hmm. yeah where he was experimenting the whole idea of dogs salivating for food yeah. and the idea of ringing a bell and oh, so just yeah, yeah conditioning yeah, yeah. So where he says uh, men have been trained and conditioned by women not unlike the way Pavlov conditioned his dogs into becoming their slaves as compensation as compensation for their labors men are given periodic use of a woman's vagina oh like uh, oh you did a good job now get yeah, some pussy yeah, good boy pussy. Yeah, good sure. boy you know so the book contains yeah. that young boys and characters set their masculinity with the ability to be sexually intimate with a woman you know and that a woman can control a man by socially empowering herself to be a gatekeeper to his sense of masculinity yeah so now there's that aspect where that, now there's that idea being sold as to the mainstream as feminism now which yeah. is not the yeah. case yeah, yeah. yeah. of which that's most that's being and, sexist uh, that's misandry yeah and, and absolutely and yeah. i think it doesn't work most of the time because if you look at it, if you look at the the case in kenya where in the previous years that we've had election in Kenya we've seen that uh, there've been powerful women who you know decided like I want to be the president of Kenya and put all the feminist ideologies out there for women to support because if you look at numbers women are more in this country than men you know in terms they have they're more empowered um, politically they're more empowered education wise they know their facts you know so the big question is why haven't women in this country and other parts of africa or any other part in the world voted in women who are feminist it's the biggest question i've always asked myself for instance i i don't want to throw names out there but we've should i or i should um mataka ro 
you know, wanted to be the president. She's one of the politicians in Kenya who is a vocal human rights activist. She's an advocate. She's a champion in, 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 she's a feminist. She's a champion in women issues altogether. She wanted to be the president. And her, her claim was, it's, a, it's the right time for women to take up these positions. This is the right time. So it, was, it is when women talk about feminism, it's more manipulative to their own gender and also to men that we've never we've been deprived of this position it is our time let's take it by by force but when it comes to leadership it has never been a question of gender it has been a question of who is the right person yeah. to take us forth you know to drive the right kind of issues and agenda because if it was so we would have the most powerful woman in the world being Hillary Clinton crooked yes. Hillary and that has never been the case. And it's because of so many reasons. And still in America, we have more women than men. But it has never been an issue of gender. It has always been an issue of who's the right person to take up the mantle and lead us to save heaven. Yeah. One of the challenges with feminism is uh, it uh, assumes... Uh, <coughs> A victim mentality. Oh, yeah, I am a victim or a yes, being. Yes. And yeah. by so doing, subconsciously, uh, you will end up assuming weaker positions unknowingly. Yeah. The thing is, uh, and that, that, was, that, mm. that was what I, I was highlighting to mm. earlier, you, you will find that um, in psychology, uh, the subconscious mind is very powerful. The subconscious mind never lies. It will not deviate from what you actually believe in. You may say one thing, but if your mind believes in leadership should come from these type of people, then you'll vote for those type of people more often than not. Uh, I'll give you uh, uh, an example that uh, deviates slightly from uh, that, but I want to look, you to look at the influence that... Uh, feminism as a head on young men growing up. Most of the young men who have been influenced by feminism, they've been told what masculinity is by women. They've been told how to be a man by women. Now, unfortunately, this is what will happen. These boys will grow up not understanding what actual masculinity is. So in the long run, the benefits that women or rather feminism could derive from masculinity won't be achieved. Reason, these men were influenced by feminists to become something that they are, they are not. So in the, in the long, yeah, it's not their nature, actually. That's the right term. So in the long term, you'll find that it's, it's a lose-lose game for everyone. That is why men should be allowed to pursue masculinity as it is supposed to be. Another thing that has been happening randomly, uh, not randomly, it has actually happened a lot. You're going to hate me a lot then. And uh, another thing that has been happening uh, a lot, in, both in history and, but it has been more rampant in our generation, when a man is hitting on a lady, in most cases, you know, uh, the lady thinks she's doing the man justice by telling him, oh, I really like you, but you know, you're like my brother, 
the lady by you've put them with the friends on a lot right okay hold on because the whole concept <laughs> of the friend zone is suggesting that men and women can't actually just be friends and you either have to be in the friend zone or the boyfriend zone like can't you just be friends does <laughs> it have to be do you have to get zoned <laughs> what I'm trying is to that say really is, necessary what I'm actually trying to say is eh, you'll find that in most cases when this young man hits on this lady and the lady tells him you know i really like you but you're like my bros that kind of crap without realizing what this lady is doing is wow. doing more damage to this boy because sababu us as men the way we are we'd wired. rather be rejected straight up than face rejection that is disguised as encouragement that shit tears Wait. to the core of a man so you don't what, what, what would you suggest she does instead then if- tell tell her straight up um Tell you're him. a good guy but I don't see yeah I don't like you that way but what, she does want to be try. friends with him this, this is the point I'm trying to make eh? the, 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 the lady the lady will end up enjoying boyfriend benefits from this man everything other than sex because she has chosen not to get sex from him but the man will not enjoy girlfriend benefits from this lady <laughs> but she just told him that she's not interested so why is he doing all of that help me Jay. allow me to say this feminist commentary routinely puts the nastiest possible spin on male behavior and motives Consider the backlash against the concept of friend zone or so-called friends only status when seeking romantic relationship usually through not exclusivity in reference to men being friend zoned by women since the term has a clear negative connotation feminist critics say it reflects the assumption that a man is owned sex as reward for treating a woman well now that's where the benefits one gender yeah. will enjoy the benefits yeah of a romantic relationship the other one will not but then surely it's also up to the guy to be like is this good for me staying friends with this person that i like if it's not good for you don't just you you then need to say to them actually you know i can't be your friend because it's too difficult for me yeah, right no, now you are just leading him to another point but, that, no that was what i was talking about a man being a leader no but the, when we talk of leadership <laughs> didn't yes. the girl just lead it at the beginning <laughs> <laughs> Because you have to lead at a personal level. Lead yourself yeah. first. Lead people that you're interacting with. You know, and when I talk of leadership, I'm not just talking about... It, it's vast. You know, if you can't handle rejection, what kind of man are you? Oh, well... Yeah. I mean, anyone needs to be able to handle rejection, otherwise they're going to get... Exactly, unha- exactly. Uh, I, okay, there was a point, actually, that I forgot I wanted to make um, before when you were talking about the emotional thing. You know how you're saying... So this is still linked to the idea of leadership. You're like, okay, um, men shouldn't be having weakness. There should be, like, a different tolerance, Tough right? Men. Yeah, um, because men are needed to be more tolerant because they're needed to be leaders because otherwise, oh, no, the world will end because women <laughs> couldn't be leaders, oh, except for, you know, your previous example. Um, but, like, we haven't really considered the fact that, like, again, back to, like, everyone being an individual like this whole tolerance you're talking about like emotional tolerance are we just like ignoring the fact that like mental health exists and you might have some individuals who have depression or who have anxiety or who have like a mental health condition that individual can be a man like that's actually just chemicals in their brain that is influencing how they can deal with emotion and you're telling that guy who has no control over this no 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 your tolerance needs to be higher you might have crippling anxiety but you need to be a leader someday so i guess you're gonna have to get over that son like that's not okay 
And you might have a girl who is not... Um, you know, dealing with any of those kind of challenges, who's confident, who loves being at the front of the line and wants to lead. And you're like, hey, that's the guy's job. You won't be able to respect a man. if it's So this this guy that's struggling, he needs to be leading. And I know you want to lead, but you should probably get him behind. But you see, this, this is the thing with uh, when we talk of about the attributes that you should have as a man. Eh? So those these lists are, again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is not something that you're told to be. This is something you grow, you become. You are told it's to be, process. though. You know, it depends on how you're being yeah, conditioned to, to be. manhood. If, for example, I give you a very good example. If I was to, and God forbid, to something was to happen that would lead me to depression, mm-hmm. the way I would handle it right now is different from the way I would, I would have handled it had I not done the uh, investments that I've done to myself. Really, Jay, really. But how do you know how you're what I'm trying depression? to say is What I'm trying to say is there are guys that we are the same age. We could face the same challenges. Mm-hmm. We could f- be exposed to the same shocks, but we'll not handle them the same way. Because you're all individuals. The reason, yeah. yes, yes, the yes. reason, yes, besides over and above being individuals, there is the fact that people have taken themselves to prepare themselves for these things. I'll give you, like, like look at it this way. <clears throat> if as a man, I have uh, intentionally, during the good times, exposed, exposed to my, myself to discomforts, I've taken myself to the gym, you know, which is very hard. I force myself to wake up and commit an hour to reading every day. Do you expect me, if a, a real-life shock comes my way, to handle it the same way with a man who has not been doing that uh, before? No, no. obviously. So you, you as an individual, are more prepared yes. than this other one who's not prepared? Yes. We, yes. we definitely handle that. And that's what I'm talking about. When you talk about these attributes as men we should have, it's something that you earn. It's not something that you're told and then you be. Okay. And that process of earning those attributes is what I am working upon. That is what I'm talking about. How we are raising our kids, young boys, young men, what are they growing up to believe in? Okay. But I, I get your point about like being prepared for stuff, but I don't think we only need to be teaching boys how to be prepared for things because that's what you're talking about. Oh, oh, uh, like, no, that's not what I'm saying. If you want to teach girls, it's okay. Okay, great. So then ex- feminism, exactly. that's exactly <laughs> it. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's it, exactly. So if you give everyone the skills that you can and some people might be able, like some people are going to be better at it than others, right? Some people are going to have to work harder than others to get true, to the true, same place. Um, but it, I totally agree. Like everyone should be raised to try and be the best version of themselves to be able to handle everything at the best that they can but that's that's You're everyone right, 100% but how you'll raise a son is not the same way you'll raise a daughter why not good now, question now that is the biggest difference Rofus has <laughs> always has always talked about um when the way you will want to raise your child and you're looking forward to having a girl right this don't first one. Yeah, as the firstborn. Yeah. And you've spoken highly of how you will want to raise your girl child. Maybe share. I know a, you've had this conversation. No, no, it's just you. simple. Just expose her to the harsh reality of the world. Like, yeah, yeah it's, it's cruel truth. out here. Yeah, it's cruel out here. So same way Jay was talking, don't... Uh, don't make her uh, accept that mediocrity is great. No. Yeah, yeah perfect. Yeah, 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 sure. makes sense. One of the things you have to look for in a partner is... Uh, especially when settling down, is the capacity to handle uh, things generally. You want to be certain that 
in, 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 the, in, in the worst event that I'm not here, for one reason or the other, my wife can be able to take care of my kids. You know, they can be able to go all the way to uni. They can be able to live a good life. You know, you don't want to be with a lady that, uh, however much I believe in patriarchy, I don't want to be with a lady who feels like she, it is my responsibility to provide for her, to do everything for her. Because I want my daughters to grow up, to grow up knowing that they can be, they can take care of their families. Yeah, they can you be know? independent. Yeah yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. If there is such a thing in feminism, that's what I advocate for. Anything short of that, I don't buy. Uh, well, but that that doesn't. That's actually feminism. Yeah, right? that that is basically. No, that's not feminism. It's yeah, encouraging everyone to be responsible. To rip well. and yes. leadership. <laughs> <laughs> yes, which either a man or a woman can do. Yeah. Have you heard feminists say that we are sending male troops in Somalia? Where are we not sending enough women in Somalia? Yeah, fantastic. That is that. what <laughs> feminism, feminism yeah. would be. Where are we not sending enough women to go and defend our beloved country? I'll still refer to the um, the narrative being sold out as uh, feminism, whereby it's more of authority and not any other thing. That is why uh, the, these women, whatever the equality that, that they are fighting for, it's, it has to do with authority and nothing else, you know. Uh, that's why they want uh, this equal number of representation in the parliament. parliament. That's authority. Special treatment. Yeah. 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 As much as we have um, 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 let's say uh, a, a, a man heading this department, we should also have a woman heading this mm. department. Authority. It has to do with authority. Mm. Uh it's but same, nothing to do with the practical issues going. Is it on. the same case when we're talking about gender role when we're having a meeting? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah exactly, exactly. Or just in yeah. case, all yeah. those who are fighting, it's, it has to do with authority, and most of it, they're just selfish. They're only creating space for themselves and not for the larger population women, that they're yeah, representing. Women yeah, yeah. they're representing out there, and well, that is why we have uh, actually the African female who is a feminist. Uh, is not much, and uh, it hasn't taken an, an in, initiative to understand feminism in a way to take it down to the village. Uh, yeah, educate a woman, a fellow woman who probably is not aware of this is what I deserve as a woman, you know. Yeah, she only takes it to social media, you know, and just bust other men out there. And, and that's what I was talking yeah. about. Um this sort of fem uh, feminism is directed at fields where men are striving. Mm. You'll never hear them yeah. talk of that's equality. A, that's why I'm talking of women. It, yeah, it has to do with yeah, it has to do with it authority. In fields where men yeah. are striving. It has to do authority because for a woman who decides, one, I'm going to join the army. I think feminism is the least of her. Issue, probably yeah, a problem. Yeah, yeah. she, she wants just wants. Yeah, probably she's passionate about being yeah. a, a soldier. And mm. that's why we don't have soldieress. We mm. only have a soldier <laughs> and a woman soldier and a man, a man mm. a soldier, period. Yeah, that's why we have doctors. I, we, we, I've never heard of a, a female doctor should be called a doctoress. No, no that's not that. it's just doctor. Yeah, it's just a doctor. She is a doctor. She can do what? Scientists. Yeah, Scientists. exactly. Mm -hmm. As your sister, she's, now, she's a physicist. Science. Yeah, so she does research. Scientist. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and she can tell you how well she relates with the male 
the males in the same field they don't look uh, or treat her differently no they actually feel like oh this she's a yeah, scientist yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah. it mm. so most of people who bring that it has to do with authority and mm. power what they want to claim it has to do with power and politics period anything else you want here feminism or the toxic feminism being yeah being thrown, thrown out, out yeah, yeah. yeah i've never heard of that and that is why when you talk of uh let's say uh the bricklayers mm-hmm. yeah bricklayers you know and mm. the mass the masons yeah, yeah. Mm. in every religion by the way christianity islam they tend to put it this way that um the women should actually lower their voices when um speaking in front of the church or is, is that god speaking that's <laughs> is, is that's that god, god speaking that's god speaking <laughs> so what's feminist to a god <laughs> now that's what that's what i was talking about the subconscious mind eh? it never lies deep down uh even the the ladies who will claim to be feminists will acknowledge that the male gender is superior because they associate it with god well, but you're assuming now that everyone's got the same religion it, it or is has the religion. same reason it is the what same about the people's subconscious who don't have good a question. religion good how many are they oh there's loads <laughs> we loads can't of, do a head count yeah. but like you've got atheists you've got agnostics i'm sure there's religions i don't know about that yeah. have like multiple i mean even if you look at like ancient religions like that had um multiple gods and those were male and yes, female yes, yes, but, yes. but the point so is we, we were talking Romans. about religion we are not talking about people who are not in, uh, it's a religion too in that religion if mm. you're not a believer you do not subscribe to any religion we are talking about believers here we are talking about the religion if you want That's us to talk about atheists we can go there and i'm very sure even in that field of atheists we'll find reasons to show why these genders are not equal okay wait hold on so i'm not saying that uh, like men and women are exactly the same i acknowledge there are differences the point is that you shouldn't so back to like what feminism actually is is that you shouldn't say you can or you cannot do this or you can have this opportunity or not have this opportunity purely because of your gender maybe your gender is going to contribute in some way but there are ways to overcome that like there are women who can become very physically strong through training there are men who are physically weak because of some uh, maybe a medical condition or maybe they are just not interested in the gym i don't know um but like i guarantee you we could if if you had the ability you could find a series of women who are physically stronger than men even though biologically naturally maybe it would be easier for a man to be stronger if if they both did the exact same training the man would be physically stronger that's fair but feminism isn't saying we're all exactly the same feminism is saying we're all different and gender is not the thing that we should be basing our treatment of others on that's what it is so like i agree yeah there are differences between men and women but there are also differences between men and men and women and women and you've got to acknowledge all those differences instead of just trying to like put a line down the middle and say right men women these are what you're supposed to be like everyone back to work mm-hmm. like that's not yeah. Yeah. I, I, I like I, your I, I really like you you actually you're actually oh, right uh, yeah. but uh, <clears throat> The thing is, eh? the, the, the thing is, eh? the thing End is, now. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> uh, just before we wind up, the thing is, eh? when we talk about masculinity and manhood, we are not saying that every man should subscribe to what we believe is uh, uh, the core of manhood or masculinity. Mm-hmm. 
there are exceptions. There are going to be exceptions that we acknowledge. But then again, we are saying if you want to be in the top 1%, if you want to be the top 10%, if you want to be a better man, what are the things, what are the values that you're going to subscribe to? That is what we are talking about. It's the same way, and I'll give you an example. <clears throat> yes, you're saying that there are different types of men and everything. We acknowledge that. But if you as a woman, I started like hitting on you, and you realize that I don't have a dick, Will you treat me the same? When you're dickless, goodness. <laughs> Will you treat me the same? Treat you the same? Well, it would depend how he's treating you in the first place. That's what I'm talking about. Am I about to just be it like, oh, friend zone? Yeah. Yeah. Which doesn't exist. It should exist. always be subject to something. Okay, yeah, yeah all right. That's, that's, all, that's all I want. But that's, but that's, also, that's also the individual. Like, what if you didn't have a leg? Yeah. Am I going to treat you differently? I mean, like, on some level, I'm probably going to be like, he's <laughs> missing a leg. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly what I'm saying. It could be options. anything. Does it have to be the one thing that you're like, this is what makes if, me a man? If you don't have a leg, if you don't have a leg, that does not make you less of a man. But if you don't have a dick, but we think about them. something else. I get what you mean, though, about, like, but the reason... The reason that feminism exists is the same reason that, um, like, I don't know, like, the people fight for racial equality. Because at some stage in history, for whatever reason, there has been um, a group that has been oppressed for something they can't help, right? So, yes, all human rights, we should have a focus on rights, but if there's this gap to start with, you have to close the gap first before you can just look at everyone's rights. And there are a lot of men like uh, Jordan B. Peterson. And, and the argument is feminism is anchored on a masculine uh, narrative. And that cannot hold because women are not supposed to be masculine. They should embody femininity, which they already have. If you want to explore uh, Goodness, Jay. your potential, let it be built on the narrative of femininity. Don't try to uh, measure your success, measure your achievement against the masculine narrative, which has been the case generally. I, I think that what you're kind of saying more is uh, about like not comparing yourself to men or to masculinity because they're different. The, the point is that is what feminism is anchored upon. That what a man can do, a woman can do better. Oh, no. Uh, radical feminism. Why yeah. should men have this kind of benefits and not women? Yeah. yeah. You yeah. never hear, yeah. and one of the reasons men have been successful, and one of the reasons men have been successful is because they do not compare their gender mm. to females. They do not they say... They don't need to, they start they, at the top. Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. And that is the reason we are on the top. Because we do not compare ourselves to, we don't say that females have these, us as men, we should do B and C. No, just go your way. Come to think of it, we, all men, one way or the other, they are attached to a woman somewhere, either yeah. their mother, their sister, their girlfriend, their wife, or anything. We come out of women. Why wouldn't we have the best interest of women at heart? Why would sure. we compete with women? Well, Th that is not what men want. It hasn't mm. been a competition, the that's is, the thing. Exactly. The thing is, They've been winning but now from the beginning, and now radical it's... Radical feminists are like, no, men are the enemy. We need to be better than them. As I said earlier, men have contributed a lot to civilization, which means the systems that we're living in, the beliefs that we are, be we are living in currently are built by men. If women wanted to be as successful as men, build your own... Uh, structures, build your own framework whereby you can be able to thrive. The reason we are so thriving bad, right, right now is because 
everything is anchored on man-built uh, systems. Go ahead, Jess. Um, okay, so I actually did want to talk about this earlier because I remember you saying uh, men have contributed so much throughout history. Okay, that's exactly the point. History. So in history, <laughs> but but seriously, seriously, like I like I mentioned already, I think, and I think we've talked about it as well. Yeah. Um, in history women didn't actually have the mm. the rights and the platforms to do any of those things yeah. if it had all been cleared away if if society had been equal and even then i guarantee there'd be a lovely mixture of mm. women and men contributing True. but if you're keeping them all locked in the houses and just saying look after the kids i'm gonna go and do this thing yeah of course the history book is gonna show the men have con- but also there have been women who have contributed yeah. greatly yeah. and usually those women are ones who have to fight about five times harder to get to that place because yes. there is a massive yeah. barricade of men in the way going no it's not your place and it, it's so unfair but, because most of the time these women are told maybe they got those positions because maybe they they gave out pussy to be where they're at or... They yeah, there always has to be like yeah. an excuse. Everyone's like, oh, yes. well, you only managed to get that because no one questions that yes. with a man. Yeah. They're like, you got it because you were the best for the job. The woman got it because yeah. people felt sorry for her or she had to, you know, bribe yeah. her way. In. She's a woman. But it's got yeah. to be best person for the job. But like your point about, oh, women need to build their own thing. That's what they're trying to do. So, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, okay. but for, then... One, 200 years from now, I believe uh, from the efforts that women have done, uh, feminism will have contributed a lot to equality. Yes. That would be good. It's yeah. my hope that we will be here to see how the state of uh, the genders will be then. Because yeah. I'll tell you one thing. The reason I'm saying this is uh, male and women, if you are a believer, like I, I believe in God. I believe we were created differently. And that is why at no point will we ever be able to achieve the same. At no point will we ever be able to contribute the same to humanity and to civilization. And I'll tell you why. When God created man, he created him with the intent to lead. That has been bestowed upon man until the end of time. That equality will never be achieved. Not if there is still a God. <laughs> yeah, but that's all based on religion. Actually, when you talk so. about uh, history, when you say that uh, the reason uh, men achieved more is because they were privileged, that is what we talk about being the male privilege. Women have their female privileges as well. These, these are things that were, we were created that way. These are things that will never be balanced by any narrative, by any law, by any sort of thinking. It's nature. You will never be able to fight it. The same way the sun will never rise from, I don't know, north <laughs> or south. So it's pointless to keep on fighting such things. That's but what I'm talking about. That's what I'm saying. Women should strive to create their own systems, their own uh, environments where they will thrive at. Currently, what they are doing, and again, going back to what uh, Jordan B. Peterson was saying, don't anchor feminism on a masculine narrative. It's wrong. Okay, no, I get that. But like when you're saying, oh, we're never going to be able to achieve the same thing, like that, sh- you shouldn't be saying women are never going to be able to achieve the same thing as men. Just people are going to achieve different yeah, things. Sure. Yeah. But yeah. it's yeah. people. It's yeah, not like great. a woman could yeah, achieve yeah. something that a man yes. also achieves, but this other man's not going to achieve what either yeah. of them has achieved. Opportunities yeah. are there. Equal opportunities yes, are there. that's the thing. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And the reason there's such like a, a push at the moment, I guess, is again, they're still trying to close that gap so that that is the platform. Yes. But yeah, other than that, 
<laughs> well, we need to see. No, no, because that's, it's just, it's, it's kind of when you start bringing religion into it, it's too difficult yes, to actually yeah, yeah, talk about because agree, people yeah. have different religions. Different so, religions, yeah. I mean, because with religion, you've got that, that's your fact, that's your truth, yeah. but it's not someone else's. Yeah. And so it, it doesn't really, like, as an argument, it's a difficult one to go with to, because to, to go I can't say to you, oh, you're wrong yeah. because that's what you believe. Um, because faith is really slippery. Yeah, and yes. that is why when I was making that statement, I said, if you are a believer. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. remember. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I did not uh, enforce it to well, people to take it. Well, Jess, I need to ask you a question. Do yes. you think there's anything wrong with women cooking or playing the role of a mother or a wife? No. Yeah. Not at all. I mean, okay, so a good example, I guess, my auntie, who I absolutely you know love, she's great, she's my godmother as well, like, and I think she's an incredible woman. Um, and she spent a lot of her not like a lot of her life, but a period of her life, um, being a mum, housewife is like the title you would give, I guess. And I remember talking to my uncle about this kind of recently. And he said that he'd actually been um, kind of like, you know, attacked by a woman about like, oh, why do you keep your wife at home? Like, that's not fair and stuff. And he said to me, like I said to her, I have never stopped my wife from working. I've never said to her, that's not what you do. She wanted to be at home. She she loves being a mother. Um, and that, you know, was her passion and she works now as well like she has a part-time job and she loves doing that but it wasn't him keeping her at home it was what she wanted to do and that's the difference as long as if you have all the opportunities in front of you and you pick you know say you've got a to z of opportunities and you pick c that's great that's your decision and someone else can pick f and someone else can pick q but there's nothing wrong like if that's what you want to do as long as it's what you want to do and it's not you're doing it because you are being forced to or because you think that that's the only thing you can do nothing wrong with that yeah, yeah. because uh, there have been a lot of argument in light of women not taking actually that's that's the the effect of radical feminism women run away from their roles you know like Motherly roles, you know, like you need to take care of your kids because it is a responsibility that you you are naturally wired best to compared to the man. Yeah. Because a man can be a good father to a daughter compared to how a woman will understand that daughter more, you know? I, I, I understand that. But also, I mean, like, I don't... Okay, so... Like I was saying, absolutely nothing wrong. If you want to be a mother, if you want to be a wife, if yeah, you want to stay at yeah. home, whatever, yeah. thumbs up, yeah, you do you. Yeah. But it doesn't mean that everyone has to do that. Sure. So, like, I mean, even when you're saying, you know, radical feminists are, like, running away from it, if you don't want to be a mother, that is also yeah, fine. Okay. If you don't want to be a wife, that is also fine. Yeah. If you don't want to stay at home, it's also fine. So I feel like, again, it's just got to come down to your choice. I just want to say one thing to ladies out there. Just go your way, actualize your potential. Don't you don't need to pester everyone, you know, to know that you're getting ahead or you need to get better than the men in your life or anything. Just do you. You know, there is so much that you can achieve. Men will never be the artistic to measure success in any way mm. for you. So just do your thing. They just don't care. Yeah. Yeah. Actually no one cares in this world. No one cares about no one owes anyone yeah. anything. Yeah. How how much you achieve um, is for your own good and maybe for the generations that will come after you. Yeah. You'd actually be surprised what women can achieve when they are moved by a believe in something. Yeah. 
you know the right thing Love. believing in feminism will not uh, take anywhere anywhere just believe in the right things like you this is my mission in life this is what i want to achieve i want to see how, how far i can go Mm. Do you? Just when he says feminism, he means the radical one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just the name, the yeah, name that no one Nazi. likes. Yeah. Okay. I should use the name yeah. feminazi so that there is a clear yeah. distinction. <laughs> well, my closing chapter is uh, it should well it should be all feminism should be equality for all, and not just uh, a battle of being better than men. Because that way, we can't even. Uh, we can't help, we can't we can't make men help uh the women uh achieve what they really want in the society yeah um yeah i think that the the best way to kind of put it is to sort of summarize like both of those is it's, it needs to be like a team effort that's the main thing and at the moment there's just this whole confusion about it being a competition um but it's it's a team effort and like it's always teamwork is what helps together Succeed. everyone like, yeah, achieves yeah, more yeah. Yeah, yeah literally like that's that's why there's so many great quotes about teamwork because yeah. it works um if everyone can work together and if everyone just i don't know just remembers that feminism is for everyone and it's there to benefit everyone and if you're going around calling something feminism that's actually sexism like you need to just call it what it is instead of confusing everyone well <laughs> The faster we acknowledge and celebrate the differences between genders, the faster we'll achieve the equality we used to strive for. In today's world, it is blasphemous to even hint that women or men are superior to each other in any way. This is ridiculous because we are built differently and have our own distinctive strengths and advantages and it will be more advantageous if we actually speak about those uh, abilities equality does not mean being purely equal that will never happen getting close to achieving equality of opportunity is the real goal uh, well thank you Jess no problem thank yeah. you guys thank you that so much it was yeah i'm more than humbled to hear you say that on that remark from brofus j black jess and i We thank you for listening and we would love to love you and leave you with a reminder that this podcast is sponsored by Diani Beach Resort and Spa located in Diani. It's not a hotel, it's a way of life. You can listen to more episodes of the About You podcast on our website on www.jfm.co or on all podcast platforms. Thank you.